I'm $45,000 in debt and considering claiming bankruptcy, according to this post on r slash personal finance. As the title says, I am $45,000 in debt, which is to me is disgusting, $22,000 towards my car, not good, and $23,000 spread across mostly credit cards, and some previous debt-consolidating personal loans. So basically, this individual got $45,000 in basically the worst debts. (laughs) This sucks. Like, this is horrible. Okay, let's continue. This is not including my current expenses like rent, gas, groceries, and insurances. After fleeing to Oregon, I have been moving backwards with every pay period. The tax burden is so high, with the job market so saturated, that I have not been able to make a livable wage, let alone enough to leave the state. The thing is, I feel like you could go literally to like a nearby Walmart and apply there and probably make good money. By the way, one, I tend to eat way too much panda and every time I go to panda there's always signs saying to apply to panda now you might not work in the store that you go to but a lot of the job opportunities like for example at panda are pretty not bad I think it's like 16 17 per hour depending on where you're located and then you can move up and keep moving up so you could go from like making like potentially like 30 40k a year to like 60 70k a year to over six figures working at Panda if you're like a, in a, like a manager position. So there's like options out there. So I don't really like when I see like oh I'm not able to make a livable wage but like because like the question is you don't really get a choice, right? I don't think people really understand that. It's like, hey, if you're not making enough money to live, you gotta get more money no matter what, right? Like, you don't got an option. You might have to go get another job if you have to, but, like, you have to pay your bills so that you don't get homeless. Like, you don't really got a choice, right? Like, you have to go do it. It's not about, like, oh, crap, my life sucks, I don't want to go do that, all that kind of stuff. Like, I understand that. The reality is, you need to get more money to pay your bills. And the sad part is that this person would have a lot more spread in terms of what comes in versus what goes out if they didn't have this debt that they chose to get into. Because the type of debt that they got are pretty much all debts by choice. As in my car, credit cards, different personal loans. Like this isn't something like it was like a medical debt where like an emergency happened, you gotta go to the hospital and you just basically got screwed. Okay? It's not that type of situation. Like you chose to get into these debts, meaning You have to choose to go get some money to pay for these debts. Now, to me, I would sell the car, 
But the thing is, like, I mean, it's going to be so hard for this person to get out of it because, oh, man. Like, they got to make more money. They don't really get a choice. Let's see. Have not been able to make a level wage, let alone enough to leave the state. It's suffocating, which I understand. My credit score has went from 750 to 575. The reality is your credit score really doesn't matter at this point because you need to make enough money to survive. The fantasy of only having to pay my current expenses combined with having money to throw into savings rather than credit card bills is intoxicating. It almost sounds worth the 10 years of being in my report. Like, from what I'm kind of like getting at or thinking what this person's trying to do is that they are basically wanting to not put any money towards their debt. One, there's a lot of issues with this, right? One, there's a moral issue. I chose to buy these things, but now because I don't feel like it, I don't want to pay my bills that I chose to go buy. That's a moral thing, right? Two, say that they go through like a bankruptcy route, right? What is the reference point where they can prove to themselves that they won't go back into a situation like this, right? Because I personally... No, sadly, people who have gone through bankruptcy multiple times, meaning they racked up a huge amount of debt, they were actually able to go through the bankruptcy proceedings, they were able to get the stuff wiped off after those years, and then they went back into so much debt that they went through bankruptcy again. Like... There's a reason why you have so much debt. And the reason is you. And if you haven't changed any of your habits, you're going to go right back to this situation. So there wouldn't be even any point to do the bankruptcy at that point because you're just going to be back there. It's just, oh, Lord. Is this a surefire way to run the next decade of my adult life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some things that may be worth mentioning. I have 100% payment history since having started building my credit. I don't intend on buying land within my 10-year plan or assuming any assets, to be honest. You say that, but the reality is you probably want to at some point. People change their minds. It's freaking 10 years. 10 years. Your mind changes about things in 10 years, okay? I have reached a point of facing an eviction notice with my utilities being turned off at the end of the month if no payment is received. I just had to get help from a friend to buy me pet food. Thank you for your time. Edit. Added this in the comment, but it may be easier to see in the body. I have 11 credit cards? Yo, what the hell? 11 credit cards? 
on average my minimums are about $50, some are $25, some are $180. My car insurance is $240 per month, recent speeding ticket as well as a 60% fault accident. One person alone is $200 per month, another is $300 per month, car loan is $360 per month. Pretty embarrassed of all of this and wouldn't ever say any of this to people who know me. Thank you for taking the time. My goals are to save with minimal spending, assuming I have no debt after oblig- obligatory expenses. I would like to save at least $300 per month. I don't want to spend more than $75 to $100 on leisurely things. I don't know how attainable that is, as I'm not too sure what the financial situation would totally look like. In regards to my partner's contribution, they contribute to half of the rent, utilities, and groceries. They actually have been paying for all of our internet as of late. Thank you for all the different perspectives. There have been many options laid out, and I'm looking forward to processing them when I'm home tonight. I want to actually calculate what their minimums are. Well, I mean, I can't really do that because they got 11 free credit cards. Oh, Lord. This person has probably like a few thousand dollars in minimums. Like, let's say that Maybe, like, their minimum, like, to be generous, let's say that their minimum is, like, two grand per month for, like, payments to survive. Actually, hold on. Let me do this. I'm not going to factor in the credit cards. I just want to see this. So, hold on. Car insurance, 240. Personal loan, 200. Other one, other personal loan, 300. Car loan, 360. So, yeah, even without the uh, credit cards, it, this person's already at $1,100 per month in minimum payments. Factor in the credit cards, that's probably like now over. 2k. Let's actually probably put this at like 2500 in like minimums, right? Plus not to mention this doesn't include all of the other expenses, right? Let's see. Hold on, where is it? Where do they say it? Actually, I don't see it. Hmm. Okay, yeah, we're here. This is not including my current expenses like rent, gas, groceries, and insurances. Well, I mean, I put in their car insurance, but like, still, like, <laughs> this is horrible. Like, The problem is, 
I personally would not want to go down the bank bankruptcy route. What I would do in this situation would be to sell the car, right? And you probably will owe a, still a good amount on it. So I would probably end up getting or try to get a personal loan for the difference. Then I would also try to find potentially, because of how many different debts that he has or this individual has with so many different rates, what I would be really tempted to do with like that loan for like that car difference, I'd be really, really tempted to try to find something where they could give me 0% for like a year, right? Now, that is not a great option because it's still going to be picked up after the year, but it would allow you some breathing room throughout that year so that now instead of you like living like worse than paycheck to paycheck, like literally even worse than that, you're now above living paycheck to paycheck so that you have actually positive cash flow coming in per month. So that you could get to at least that point, start paying down the debt, like the principal on the debt, and then be able to really make some headway. So that even if the interest comes back again, if it does, what you might have to do at that point is do another transfer to like potentially a 0% or a low percentage loan again. And again, I do not like that option. But that option is far better than going the route of bankruptcy because you're just basically tossing away 10 years of your life. Now, another route to take, which would also be good, would be to pay down your lowest debt to the highest, right? And there'd probably be a lot of those credit cards. Now, you could also learn how I got a debt by going to 40 com, But, like, this is such a sketchy situation because this person is not bringing in potentially much money because they were complaining about their income, but they just have so much debt. Like, this really all depends on if they end up selling their car. Like, that's the biggest issue that I see because they need to sell the car because that's literally half of the debt, Right? That is literally half the debt that they got. So they have to sell that car. They have to. They have to make more money. And they either need to do like a balance transfer to have no interest on any of these cards or pay it from lowest to highest. This is going to be a really sad situation. Let's see some of these comments though. I think it'd be pretty interesting. Even though bankruptcy is a federal remedy, the way cars are treated in bankruptcy depends on the state. But generally, you either reaffirm the debt, agree to keep paying, maybe at a lower interest rate if you have a great lawyer, or you surrender the car. You don't just get rid of that 23k debt and keep the car. That's true. Don't know why I had to score so far down to find this. The most important answer to Ops question in one which... Everyone else seems to be glossing over. If op declares bankruptcy, 
they will most likely be forced by the court to sell the car anyway. They might as well just do that now and use the proceeds to pay off the loan. Now Op has 23k in debt on take home. Oh, so this person makes a take home income of $35,000. And that is absolutely doable. I agree. It is doable. It's just going to be hard, but it is doable. So again, the real like platform for this to like basically work is if they sell their car. And that is the only way that they can make this work unless they just start making way more money. So it's just something to really think about like because their debt is higher than what they make per year right now. And by the way, think about that for a second. They owe 20 something thousand dollars on their car. Yeah, the $23,000. I don't know how how much was their car debt? $22,000 on the car, right? So, they got $22,000 debt on their car when they only make 35k take home. That is not good at all. You are for sure car poor. $24 per hour with only $800 per month rent and you can go without a car pretty easily. Digging yourself out of this hole seems very doable if you put your mind to it. Yep. Let's see. So, if I'm reading this correctly, you make about 2800 after taxes. You have $1,000 in living expenses, rent, utilities, and groceries. You have a $600 per month in vehicle expenses, loan, and insurance. You have considerable credit card debt. Minimum payments are anywhere from $600 to $800. 11 cards with varying minimums. You also have two personal loans totaling $500 per month. I'm confused about that part. Leaving you with $100 or so at the end of the month. Or negative $100. You should definitely sell your car. That's going to save you $600 per month without even considering gas. And it's going to cut your debt in half. You should also consolidate all of the credit card debt to one single card with a 0% interest rate for X months, usually 12 to 18 months. This is called a balanced transfer card. Agreed, which is basically what I suggested too. Discover has one that's 0% for 15 months. It's going to make paying that balance down much easier to manage and reduce your payment considerably because of 0% interest. Doing these two things will likely leave you with an extra $700 every month. At least you'll be in the positive and able to make a dent on the credit card debt. But it's clear you'll also need to pick up extra shifts or another job to really get yourself out of this hole. You're probably in this for another two years if you work hard, which is considerably better than filing for bankruptcy because it doesn't fix the root of the issue, which is that you need to get a hold of your finances and understand what you're doing with your money. And I agree 100% with this comment, right? This is like an amazing comment. And they put it way more... (laughs) structured than what I was explaining because like what people need to understand is that just magically trying to like wipe away debt doesn't really ever solve the problem right because you are still stuck with you so the same reasons why you went into that debt in the first place is still there right this is the reason why lottery winners tend to lose all of their money the reason being 
they didn't have any sort of financial experiences basically beforehand, typically. Right? Like, they are the same person that they were before they bought that ticket, before they got that money. And so they could basically be like a coke-sniffing drug addict before winning a lottery, and guess what? Now they are still a coke-sniffing drug addict but just has millions of dollars in the bank account. Like I saw a clip of someone who like like a homeless lady I just I guess got like $150,000 cash deposited straight into her bank account and then within 6 months had like a negative account balance. So you're still the same person before you got that money. Like you got to be really careful. Like really careful. You got to change your habits otherwise you're just going to be in this cycle forever and ever and ever. Like what people need to understand, personal finance is not really like technique based like at all, right? It's really habitual. Right, it's really all about your habits, right? Because if you just live by this concept, spend less than what you make. That is like the most basic financial concept, and you'll live a good life if you just follow that, right? At the like broadest, rudimentary kind of like way, you'll live a okay life, right? But there's so many people that can't even do that. They can't even follow that simple concept of spending less than what you make. Like just take this person for like an example. Their take home was 35k. They had 45k in debt. They were spending more than what they made. <laughs> you just got to be like sometimes a lot of this is just like common sense, like really like, don't get yourself into $45,000 in credit card, car loan, personal loan, debt, when you're only taking home thirty-five k. you know? Like, don't keep spending money that you literally do not have at all, you know?